Oh, wait. David Saban? Hello. Hi. <laughs> Hi, boys. How is it? How's everything? Everything's going great, David. Yeah, hey. David. Everything's going good. Well, so I asked. <laughs> All right. Thanks for calling okay. in. <laughs> yeah, thanks, man. I'm just taking a number two at work right now. You're pooping oh, at wow. work. Pooping at work. Yeah. That's. I'm going to be real with you. I'm on the phone with you guys. That's pretty hardcore. What's up? So, Caden, this is the thing with Caden that he won't talk on the phone while he's pooping, which is like the weirdest thing. I don't know. But, like, I'll call him, and it's not like, hey, man, it'll be a minute, but you'll just be like, dude, just don't call me. <laughs> <laughs> like, you'll be so, like, you know, I'll call you, like, you know, pooping. I'm like, so? He's like, I'll call you in like 30 minutes. I'm like, why? <laughs> dude, I feel like it's more weird that you think it's weird that I think it's weird that you want to talk to me while I'm pooping. Here, we have a, hold on, we have an unbiased party right now. Jonah, what are your thoughts on pooping while talking? I talk on the phone while pooping all the time. But what yeah, I don't right. appreciate is, like, a Snapchat of you pooping. I'm definitely more inclined to do that. Really? Yeah. Yeah, that I find, that I don't need to see that. makes sense, though. I think that it's because no. when I was a young man, the only time I ever got to myself growing up in a house with three brothers, the only time you get to yourself is when you're pooping. So when <laughs> I've been, like... Every if I wasn't pooping, I had stuff to do. Like I had to weed weed the greenhouse and water the plants and clean the chicken coop and all sorts of stuff. And is like, that real? Yeah, no, you I'm serious. You had chicken coop? Yeah, we had thirty chickens. Whoa! I had to clean it every week. Oh my god! It took like an hour. It was I'm, terrible. I, I'm uh, I talk on the phone while I poop because I'm overprivileged. I'm, I'm a, I have no, 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 no. I'm saying that <laughs> when I poop, that's my me time. <laughs> So David's saying. Why is that your me time though? Why can it be any other time? It could be our why, time if why you let can't it. Why you just talk on the phone hmm. though? It's not like I'm not asking you to hang out while you're on the shitter. What if I need to know something? Like Kaden, I'm dying. I'm on the street. Sorry. I'm then tell me. Time. I answer the phone sometimes, and I tell you I'm pooping. I don't want to talk. <laughs> All right. I I gotta wipe. Uh, uh that yeah, that requires two hands. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you can't go hand. That I can't. I don't talk while I wipe. Yeah. <laughs> All right, dude. All right, get the get the hell out of here. All right, bye, David. Wow. Okay. What? You had thirty chickens. Where the like? Were you Amish? <clears throat> yes. Really? I was Amish for a time. Wow. Yes. They called me Caden Amish Dude Griffiths. That was my nickname in that's Amish school. That's literal. In Amish school, they mm-hmm. they called you Amish dude. Yeah. Even though they were so all like, Amish. I'm all Amish. I was the most Amish. You can't grow a beard. What are you trying to say? Can well, Amish people have beards. Okay. They all have. And you're beards. saying I can't grow a beard? I have never seen you with a beard. Can you grow one? No. Okay. But don't bring it up. All right. <laughs> Just so everyone knows, Caden can't grow a beard. Welcome back to. Caden is self-conscious, and Jonah tries to cheer him up about <laughs> it. You're fine. You're fine. Thanks. Um, These uh, I had headphones in earlier. I just yeah. took them out. It's too intimate for me. I really? I want to just talk to you, like, man to man. I Yeah, okay. I'm yeah. cool. I'm trying out the headphones this okay. time. Yeah, first time Sounds with good. the headphones. We actually bad. We recently procured some new equipment for the oh, cast. Yeah, and it feels way more official now. Yeah, I don't even. We got mic stands. I don't even Mi- hold this yeah, bad boy. Fucking mic stands that move around on this fucking robot arm. Yeah, it's huge. I think they are cool. I had no issue with just holding the mic though, mm. and also I think they're a bit of a hassle. Just the setup. Yeah, sure. the setup is weird. Yeah, 
the mics are too big, so we kind of have to like squonk them in there. Yeah, it's not a perfect situation. But I think, I don't know, we're going to see how they go over the next little while and we like them we'll keep them yeah i think i don't know what the return policy is on amazon like how long we have but mm. i bet we could at least get to like a second session in for sure yeah with giving these bad boys a go and i think like definitely when we have guests this is far more comfortable yeah definitely i think also you just don't have to worry you can just position the arm mm-hmm. and then just talk as you would exactly yeah instead like hey you're on, whenever we have a guest i'm constantly positioning their hand moving it around yeah we like can't it's just like there that. yeah no it's uh and my hand was like it gets tired you know get, I, I get fatigued keeping my arm in a sing, uh, single position for right. too long it's like uh you ever just stood for a really long time uh no well yes definitely a, like any job not yeah. i'm not like the queen's guard or anything okay but well, the point I'm making is standing's a very normal, non-exerting thing to do. But then you do it for 12 hours, and you're like, standing's really hard. That's like a lot of things. If you do it for a long time, it just gets. Huh. It's like holding your arms above your head. Right. This is easy, right? Like I'm doing it. Okay. For, and but how long can I do this for? I don't know. I don't, don't want to push you. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually really easy right now. But I could. I bet like after an hour. Be the my worst. My shoulders are getting tired. You know. Man just movement in general so moral of the story if you do things long enough they become hard yeah well i've actually found like walking for a long time is easier than just standing in one place yeah definitely yeah like your feet hurt more if you just stand there Mm -hmm. walking is way easier that's something that's always geeked me out is um everybody including myself finds travel like super tiring it's just like you're burnt out at the end of like traveling a long distance, mm-hmm. and the majority of travel we do nowadays is literally just sitting. You just sit in like some sort of vessel, and it takes you wherever you're going. But like, if you're if you take a ten hour flight, all you did was sit, but you're exhausted by the end. Yeah, it's just not easy being cooped up in a space you don't want to be. For some reason, that is, yeah, yeah. And then there's like the time change. There's, if it's a 10-hour okay. flight, there's okay. probably like, oh, I'm, it should be nighttime right now, but it's now 1 in the afternoon. Let me be real with you. I kind of dig like a forward time change. Like I went to Thailand, and uh, it's 14 hours ahead. Mm-hmm. So every morning I would just wake up at like 5 a.m. Mm. Love that, too. And it, yeah. it feels like, because normally I'm a piece of shit when it comes to waking oh up. Yeah. Like I'll put it to the last minute, mm-hmm. but like I was up and at him. 5 a.m. Yeah. Just the whole the whole day ahead of you. Yeah. And you go to bed at 10, like uh, like you're supposed to. <laughs> yeah. And you do it all again. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's uh, the consistency of staying up later that makes you sleep in more. Like, as you get more used to it, I'm like, all right, now I'm up till 2, and you can't get up at 5 if you're up till 2. No. You do a couple do of those nights. Yeah, but when you get back, it's the same thing. Then I'm up at 5 a.m., and I'm home. And I'm like, oh, wow, I have so much energy and I can do so many things. I'm up with lots to do in the morning. I've literally never gotten up early and then regretted it. I'm always like, this was the right decision here. Absolutely, And yeah. I do it so not often. Well, it's like anything. Like I feel like if you have a choice and, first of all, you can recognize you have a choice and then see that one choice is easy and one choice is hard, choosing the hard path is often the right decision. Yeah. And that's getting up every day is the hard choice. Shoot. <laughs> Constant struggle. It is. It never gets easier. 
Are you serious? I yeah. I mean, I can tell you with a couple more years' experience of getting up every day. It's uh, but I mean, you've been waking up for a long time too. You Quite know a bit. it is. Most yeah. of my life, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Um. Cool. So, <laughs> what have we <laughs> been fucking doing lately? We've uh, we went to a show the other day, right? That was cool. I actually didn't like it at all. Yeah, you Beautiful. hate this venue. I don't like it at all. I've spoken about it before. It's a freaking long rectangle, and it sucks. Yeah. So this venue is called Static S- Jupiter. Yeah, Static Jupiter. It's near Main Street. And if it still exists by the time anybody hears this. It. Well, how long has it existed for? A couple years now. Um. The thing about all these venues, though, is that I don't think any of them have liquor licenses, and almost all of them, like, are pretty nonchalant about who they sell to, so, like... It doesn't have a liquor license. I don't know. I don't think so. Maybe mm. it does, though. That's I don't mean f- to dis- disseminate Static Jupiter, but mm-hmm. I know several similar venues have been closed down on those grounds of, like, you you suck. Mm. You, you, got, you don't have a liquor license. Get out of here. Mm-hmm. Stylus Records, which was great. I don't think you ever went to. Stylist yeah. Records. Stylist. Okay. It was like this is a record shop, but also mostly a venue, and they were just great. And then they closed down because of the whole no liquor license thing. So far, the Fox Cabaret is the best place you guys have taken me. Interesting. That place is the best. I mean, do so you, far. What do you like about it? It's a uh, big stage. It's a really big room. The vibe is really funky. Um, it just seems like a legitimate venue. Static Jupiter is you don't like You don't like the illegitimate ones. Well, there's nothing wrong with the Ill- illegitimate ones, but when you get try and make illegitimate ones work, you get things like Static Jupiter. That looks like an office space that they tried to make funky. It is an office space. Right, yeah. So, And as a result, you get these weird-shaped rooms that aren't really meant to be venues where you have a band. Yeah. Yeah, so Fox Cabaret was built to be a, f- a venue. Yeah, it was supposed to be for that, and you can tell. Like, it's really the feng shui of the room is on point. I went to uh, another show last night called, or at the Commodore Ballroom, Mm -hmm. and I've never been in there before, but it's actually, I think it's exactly what you're looking for. It's super cool. Mm. There's like a bar upstairs that you can watch the show from, and big old stage, and it's like old and funky, and Mm -hmm. it's got a very like 50s vibe. Mm hmm. Like, what's that word? Modernist? Postmodernist? I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's cool, though. Yeah. Enjoy it. So I was at this wedding this mm. past weekend, right? Okay. Yeah. Canmore, beautiful scene in Canmore. Um, my first closest friend getting married. How does that feel? Uh, I don't know. I guess maybe it's like a subtle signal that I'm getting old. Because, like, the only friends I have that have gotten married are older than me that I met later on in life mm-hmm. and um, this is the first one this guy like was in my grade in high school we've known each other since we were in 7th grade and uh, yeah so he's the first one of my friends to get married and I don't know he married a girl like sh- she's his high school sweetheart they've known each other since 7th grade so you know her as well yeah I've known her since 7th grade as well yeah they didn't start dating till like ninth grade but yeah it's late yeah, it's there. They broke up a couple times, and Jamel, yeah, they broke up a couple times, and I think they both slept with other people. 
in that time and then have since gotten back together and like worked it out but i think that's just like them trying to be really honest with each other normally i would say it never works out if you break up with someone and then try to get back together i would say like that's just a bad idea interesting they are the only couple i've ever met so far that i mean now they're married and who knows if they'll be together for the rest of their lives that was my next question yeah but like um they're the only couple i've ever met that broke up and got back together okay yeah that's just tough when you find the person you want to be with so young though you go through that kind of turmoil maybe yeah i think maybe i think the old break up and get back together thing can work if you're like um this person's dope but Mm -hmm. we're both 14 and i want to uh smack some other asses because <laughs> like I suppose phrasing. when you're a kid like there, there's if you've only ever been with one person there's that great unknown right and then you gotta go out there and be like alright I've experienced that I know what's out there and then if you come back and you're like no they were still the best then maybe I'm pretty sure Kira wasn't the first girl Jamel slept with nice yeah I think although that would have been young to lose virginity I'm not sure actually not even for sleeping with, though. I just mean, like, you know, emotional connections and all that jazz. Yeah. I don't know. Um, anyways, so after the wedding, um, I go to – I'm in Calgary, and I'm killing time for, like, waiting for my uncle to pick me up. Okay. And I'm, I go to Cactus Club for lunch because I didn't – I kind of just missed breakfast on the way down. And – Though there's, it's like middle of the day on, what was it, like a fucking Sunday or something. So nobody's there. Okay. And I'm just like talking to the bartender girl. And she turns out to be really cool. She's going to, she's used to live in Africa from like, for like four years when she was a kid. That's pretty cool. For she's sure. She's in the middle of her undergrad and then she, but she's doesn't want to continue doing with what she's doing in her undergrad, which is business. She wants to do uh, like give vaccines and travel and stuff, which is what my friend did. He did Doctors Without Borders. Kind of. Like he did, my friend Damon did a master's in public health. Mm-hmm. And so I start telling her this, that like this, like I have a friend who's doing the exact same thing that she is. And she like gave me her phone number and uh, email and stuff. And I'm going to wow. hook her up with my friend. That's cool. Yeah. Rock on. Mm-hmm. She's like a babe too. So I hope they work out. They work out. Yeah. You're just like, listen, lady. You seem sweet, but I got the perfect match for you. Nah, it wasn't like that. But like I, it was just kind of, kind of just all happened. But she seemed like really into it. Like she's really excited to meet him. So That's I mean, cool. I talked him up quite a bit. It's pretty easy. He's a cool dude. I mean, yeah, if you're out there freaking just giving vaccines to African kids, it's like cream of the crop right there. Yeah, Damon's got a bit going for him. Yeah, for sure. He's a cool guy. Is he in Africa right now, or where, where's nah, he at? He he's in Edmonton. He's I used to live with him. Okay. Before I came here. On. Yeah, he he. Uh, the last time I saw his mom, she we were, I think I was at their house for Christmas, and I was making. We I was I had some fancy drink, and I either told her, "Do you want to try this?" or she uh, was like, "Can I try that?" Mm-hmm. And like I, I was like, "Sure," and I kind of like look away for a second, and she just like dips her finger in and like. <laughs> licks it. Okay. It's a weird thing to that do. Is, yeah, that's strange. <laughs> it's a weird modus operandi to test a drink. Yeah, but his mom is just an absolute wild card. She gives no fucks. And his dad is gay. Hmm. 
Mm-hmm. His dad's actually super cool. Despite his being gay. Oh, <laughs> I mean, not despite, <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, the, like the family dynamic is is different. I imagine I didn't know him as a kid, but it's mm-hmm. it's cool that like they're all cool uh, again, cool again, and like his uh, his dad's boyfriend's really cool, and they okay. just like something about gay people. They have such good taste in interior design. His what dad, the hell's with that, right? I have no idea, but his dad's um, his dad's place is super nice on the inside. His house is in a shitty area, like in the north side in Edmonton. Remember I said that mm-hmm. that area is like not great? He has the nicest house in the whole neighborhood, and his Damn. backyard is just fucking dope. What is it about? Do you think it's just that normal, not normal, straight dudes just don't give a shit as much? Or like what compels gay guys to to really just be better in those aspects? I personally have never had them. I mean... I've just never had the excess income to really splurge on my interior. And okay. I've never owned a home. If I, I imagine if, like, as long as I'm renting, I'm going to care slightly less because I'm True. leaving this behind. I'm just doing kind of like decorations here or there that's kind of. Does that mean that gay people own homes more? I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe it wouldn't matter. Maybe if uh, a, a gay person is renting as well, their house also looks nice. I can't. Nah. Well, I feel like, but here's the thing though, all the girls that I know that are renting uh-huh. actually do care about that stuff on For average sure. more. Right. Okay. Cause I have, I have my friend Tony back home. He, he's gay and he, uh, his house was nice. He lived with a girl. It was clean. It wasn't like, I wouldn't say like, this is like over the top, like Damon's dad's house is, mm. but I think that's kind of What about Tony's it renting. was so nice. Um, it's just the, the decor. They really know how to decorate. It's just everything matches and is very well. And his uh, his boyfriend is a total germaphobe. Okay. So that also definitely plays a role in it, that he is, uh, like, he can't have anything dirty. Like okay. he says whenever they go on vacation, um, they have to completely clean down the room, even though the room is clean. Like, it's... But they have that's to clean it that's on top weird. of that. Yeah, like he's intense. So I hear. Mm-hmm. I've never really seen this side of him because, I don't know, he's just never really acted out in that way. He's a cool guy. Uh, but this is, yeah, apparently he's a germaphobe. I had something to say about the whole interior design thing, and I've since forgotten. Oh, yeah. Um, with other types, so interior design I would consider like a form of art. Definitely, yeah. So... With other forms of art, when people steal stuff, it's like a big no-no almost all the time. Like if you steal a lick from a song or like a joke or some sort of painting style, it's like, oh, it's theft. That's bad. With interior design, if I see something that like looks good, I I don't think I would have any issues being like, just give me that. Just give me um, that exact copy. Just give me that, like whatever they did to their house. Yeah. I want that exact thing. But even, I think it's still ingrained in me that you're not allowed to steal, but I think... Um, I think, I think with, I mean, even like you said, with music, people remix songs all the time and they don't consider that theft. Like hip hop. Okay. That's what you're doing. Even with, uh, house music, they're taking splices from shit That's all the time. Maybe it's when you try to pass it off as your own though. Well, yeah, you <coughs> always give, I mean, no, like even, okay. So Avicii had that song, uh, 
that one song? What was his big one? No his, idea. You have no idea? Okay, well, he had a song, and uh, he obviously sampled it from somewhere. I have no idea where he sampled it from, but um, it didn't sound like... Maybe he gave it credit on the album, but it didn't... Yeah. Nobody's so saying, like, he sampled it from this well, song specifically, like, giving him credit every time. It's just by Avicii. Do you remember the big hubbub with Led Zeppelin's Stairway to Heaven? No. Where it's... Oh, well, there's a song that came out, like, seven years earlier that is very similar, like, criminally similar, some would say. They were sued for it, I believe. Oh, and, uh, maybe. And people, like, get up in arms about that sort of stuff. But you, if you're a rapper or a, a house artist, people don't care. Wasn't Ed Sheeran in some kind of trouble sh- with I'm that, sure. too? Like there's only three chords really similar. That, there's only three chords that people use, so I'm sure someone said like, "Oh, it's mine." That's my that's my CG and A. Yeah, weird. That's my CG and A. <laughs> it sounds so silly. It also like that's a tough thing with uh, photographs too. What like, do you mean? I take a picture, mm-hmm. I put it on the internet. Someone else uses that picture for something. Can I sue them because that's my artistic property? Yeah, definitely. It's crazy, right? Well, I mean. If they're making money off of it and they just found it, like that's right. not cool. Seems weird. That uh, that's how that works, you know. Yeah, I remember someone got really upset because they like Instagram either has or had some clause where anything you post on there they own. So like they were just you know in the grocery store or something, and they saw a picture of their baby on like some baby food. Mm-hmm. Like what the hell is this? And it's like oh. Instagram sold that picture to Gerber and uh, there's nothing you can do about that actually. Was that in like their terms and conditions? Yeah. Interesting. Something like that. Nobody reads that shit. No. This is all hearsay by the way. This is, uh, most of the facts I know mm-hmm. are just I slightly remember them and then I fill in the rest and I regurgitate it <laughs> enough times to the point where it's not even similar to what it used to be. But who knows? Maybe I am not making that up. Exactly. Sorry, I'm just trying to figure out some of these because I have a list of uh, questions. That, well, j- not questions, but just things I wanted to say right. that have been happening to me recently. Yeah, I'm kind of dry this week. I feel like I'm just in this weird space where maybe, maybe we're just like friends now. Shit, <laughs> we just want to hang. We don't actually want to get to know each other. Shit. Yeah. Um. One sec here. Oh, I got one. Uh-huh. I've, I've been kind of down on myself recently just yep. because, um, so our, both of our friend Adam, Adam Rashid, works yeah. at this company. And a couple of weeks ago, he's like, you should apply as an animator. Uh-huh. Do you know After Effects? I was like, yeah, kind of. And he showed me all the stuff that they did there. Like, they have to make 500 corporate videos over the course of the summer. And so they needed animators, like, bad. Uh-huh. And I'm not the best at After Effects, but I saw the stuff that they needed to do, and it was, like, crazy easy. Like, I could absolutely do everything that you showed me. And he was like, well, you should apply. Like, send in your resume and your reel, and you'll be good to go. And I don't know why, but I was just really apprehensive. I think it was, like, I was embarrassed about the stuff that I had to send in. and like, What kind of stuff do you have? Just, like, projects from school, but, like, a ton of them are half-assed, and, like, I don't feel very proud of them. Okay. And then also, like... I don't know, I was just, like, doubting myself. And then enough time passed to where, like, the opportunity was filled by other people. And uh, I didn't jump on it. And that would have been, like, a great summer job. Paid really well. And it's, like, 
I would be adding stuff to my reel, and then I could get more jobs like that. And those right. are, like, the best jobs ever. I mean, you seem to be into this sort of thing. Yeah. So. And uh, I don't know. I think it's either I'm, I'm afraid of success or, or sorry, let me reword this. Mm. I had this down. It was I'm either afraid of failure or even worse, afraid of success. Yeah. My sister has that same problem. Like my my sister, my older sister, mm-hmm. she used to tell me about how um, her depression was linked to her thinking she's not worthy of being successful. Yeah, I feel the same way. Interesting. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. Like there have been other instances where like people will offer me stuff or just even just give me opportunities, and I always squander them, just because I'm like, eh, I don't know. <laughs> And it sucks because, like, you just need to be deep yes down, man. I want to be successful. I want to yeah. further myself, but I'm just caught in this lump. And the worst part about this last thing was, like, the only person I have to blame for it is myself. Like, mm. it was a complete fuck-up, absolutely on my part. It was essentially handed to me, mm-hmm. and I threw it away. Yeah, Adam's trying to do you a solid. He yeah, very much it, so. And he just didn't even try. Yeah. It sucks. It does suck. Well, I mean, you know, Adam's definitely well-rooted in this kind of community, so maybe he'll give you another shot. Yeah. Something. I mean, we'll see. He's always around, like, trying to fuck around with it, so. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm, def- I'm definitely still working on my reel, and I'm going to make it better, because, mm-hmm. like, the only thing we can do now is learn. Mm-hmm. And so, like, you got to be prepared for success, because, like, I, need, I didn't even have all my shit together, and, like, I still need to do some other things, so mm-hmm. I'm working on that now. Totally. Um, Joe Rogan was talking about something kind of interesting. Oh. Uh, just because he goes in the sauna a lot. Okay. And he relayed that to global warming. And he said, um, how long do you think you'd want to live? Like, or how comfortable do you think it would be if the earth was so hot that it's like a sauna outside? Because you can only sit in a sauna for like, what, 20 minutes? Something like that. If I haven't been in a sauna in a while. I've been in like a, one of the wooden ones. Is that a sauna? Yeah, cedar. Oh, shit. Yeah. That would suck. Yeah. If that's what it is outside, well, it's just so hot. Here's the thing. That would suck, but... Would we just get used to it? I don't think. Or is that literally like, that might just be death. I don't know. I mean, you're inside. We definitely still have air conditioning. Okay. Right? It's probably way more expensive, though. It's like rich people Yeah. What the fuck do you, you can't go outside. I think that's, I think that's the death of the human race. If it gets that hot. Oh, for sure. Actually, (laughs) now that I'm thinking about it more and more, there's no way that anyone would ever survive. Just regarding like food and growing stuff and the evaporation of water. Oh, yeah, the evaporation of water. If it's hot enough for water to evaporate. Right. And that, then, like, it'll yeah, it'll cool. try to rain, and it'll evaporate immediately. We're all dead hmm. at that point. Right. Okay. I mean, it wouldn't last too much longer. We'd have to figure something out quickly. I think, like, the you know, the rich people with the um, the tunnels and stuff, they're good. Mm-hmm. But uh, there's the human race is over. Right. Every Earth is over at that point. For the next little while, at least. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's... That would be terrible. Yeah. It would just be very uncomfortable. I mean, there'd be some people who'd probably be like, eh, it's not that bad, pussy. And then two months later, when they fucking can't get a glass of water, they're like, eh. (laughs) You definitely gotta stay hydrated. If that's the environment, can't can't fuck around. No, that's some. I don't know the point about that, but... Yeah, it's over. It's over real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think will be the eventual, the I- inevitable, eventual 
ending of human the human race. Well, I mean, I think every generation has this ego trip thing, thinking that like the apocalypse is going to happen in their generation, yeah. which is why nobody takes it seriously. So, I don't know. Like, maybe it's... I think we're definitely going to see, like, massive environmental changes. I really hope it's not nuclear war. That sounds horrible. Yeah. If it's anything, it better not be nuclear war. That one sucks because, A, it happens like that. So, like, yeah. there's oh, no... Oh, would just be... I can't. So, you're either your face gets melted off immediately, uh. or you die of thyroid cancer within a couple weeks. Right. Or you, like, scrounge. You scrounge for the rest of your life. Yeah. And it turns into a wasteland. Yeah, it's one of the worst ways. It's just, like, imagining what that does to your body, just being in contact with something like that just sounds fucking horrible. And even if you're not part of it, seeing that happen in, like, in my lifetime, like, in, I can't even imagine the people who were, like, how long did, uh, like, the U.S. bomb Japan in Hiroshima? How long did they do yeah, that? No, like, what, what year was that? That was 45. 1945? Yeah. My dad was alive. When that happened. Really? Yep. He's 40. No, he's 46. 1946. Okay. So the year after Hiroshima. Um, hmm. Yeah, that's just crazy. So I feel like... Yeah. I've been there. To and Hiroshima and Nagasaki? Yep. Not Nagasaki. Hiroshima, though. Okay. Yeah. What's going on there now? It's beautiful. You'd never know. Can't believe they did that to those people. But you see, like, the... There's sites, um, like, historic sites where, like, the, you know... That shit hit. Mm-hmm. And it's that I, th- I feel like people sometimes, because this is why I like conspiracy theories. I don't necessarily subscribe to them, but like, there's the opportunity to believe in them. Is that people always, in my opinion, trust the government to like do the right thing. Mm-hmm. Like they're like, no, it's the government. It's enough people to where like they know what's going on and they have our best in- they have our best interests at heart. Mm-hmm. But. In the past, multiple times, they've done absolutely atrocious shit, especially the American government, mm. where it's like, like, how is that even possible that that was the option? It's like, oh, yeah, we'll just destroy a, an entire city of civilians, literally bomb them to death. I Yeah, I can't. I mean, it's hard to. And they talk about it now, like, kind of, like, so silly in passing. Like, yeah, like, I will, you know, I have the nuclear codes. If it's necessary, it's an option. Yeah. How's that an option to anyone? <laughs> How does anyone think, like, even if someone, like, why does, if you get nuked, why does nuking them back make it better? I think it's, um. It's just the threat of it. There's like the it's, ter- it's the term, there's so a term don't for that. do it. Where it's like, if you do it, I'm going to do it. Right. So don't do so it. So don't do it. So mm-hmm. hopefully it never comes to that point. Right. That, <laughs> what a stupid fucking thing. Yes. We're just going to blow up the world <laughs> just decide, that's it. Fucking doing it. Yeah. Great. Wow, we're it's really going to accomplish a lot <laughs> today. Though, I mean, and that shit's like, there's some statistic where, like, if six nukes go off within the span of, like, a couple weeks of each other, it leads to, like, irreprehensible damage to the world. Mm-hmm. Right. So, essentially, if six go off in, like, the same month we're all dead forever six go off in the same month yeah great and so something i forget where i heard this but like pakistan and india are kind of upset with each other currently and they have been for the past couple years and they both have nuclear warheads just essentially aimed at each other at all times 
Mm-hmm. So like, who would have thought? But the eventual end of the human race might just be Pakistan being like, "Fuck it, we're doing it." Just because they're like, no, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think that's. Too. I don't think that's the way it's gonna go. I don't foresee nuclear war as the one. Definitely an option. There's. A, do you ever? I mean, it's a possibility. Do you ever read about those like close calls back during the Cold War? Well, oh, like the there was like the Doomsday Clock and shit. The Doomsday Clock. There was also this submarine. This um. The Soviet submarine like picked up a false alarm of like, oh, America just bombed the USSR. Mm-hmm. Like we're fucking. You got to bomb them back. And so this guy saw this and he's like, no way. There's no way he, like, checked a bunch of stuff. And every all the things pointed to, like, yeah, America just bombed or Russia. You got to go deal with them. But this guy was like, I don't think that happened. And he just didn't call it in. Mm-hmm. And he was right. It was just, like, a glitch in the system. But, like, if he would have just been a different guy or, like, had a different – woke up differently that morning, he would have been like, all right, end of the world. Fucking brutal. Yeah. Thank God he didn't do that. Yeah, very cool of him. Thanks, science. He also, yeah. like – he was like ostracized and like he lived a very hard sad life after that because he essentially like betrayed his country in their eyes and like he was like dude i saved the world right. yeah can you even like imagine being friend like i mean if you knew someone who had been in power and then they considered it yeah it's how, weird how do you sit din- down to dinner with someone like that <laughs> <laughs> that's too much power for a human being to have right it's pretty crazy yeah, there's two pretty good candidates for the new U.S. election. Oh yeah, yeah. Who are you thinking? Um, either I like Tulsi Gabbard. I don't know who that is. She's uh, who do you call the person in charge of us? the governor? She's the governor of Hawaii. Okay. Right now, she's running for president, and Andrew Yang sounds cool too. Andrew Yang seems yeah. fun. Yeah. <laughs> um, tell me more about this Tulsi Gabbard. What party? Democrats. Uh, they're both assume? Democrats. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Do you consider yourself more of a democratic man? Um, I mean, I'm not saying like. I wouldn't say like I'm very like left leaning on. I'm probably more left leaning on most things, mm-hmm. but I definitely like you know the right has some good points in a lot of ways, on a lot of different things. Like I listen to like Stephen Chowder and Ben Shapiro and shit, and they have a lot of good points on a lot of things like. St- Chowder is a joke in a lot of ways. Chowder? Yeah, Stephen Chowder. Have you heard of this guy? Isn't that Stephen Crowder? Oh, Crowder. Is that what his name is? I think so. Crowder. Yeah. Stephen Crowder. I don't like either of those folks because... Just checking battery. Um, I think... And it's the same with Democrats as well. But, like, even if I agree with your points and you just seem like a, a dick about it or mm-hmm. just, like, obnoxious... Or contrarian for the sake of being contrarian, I don't like it. Like it's the same reason I don't really like Bill Maher. Like I agree with most of the stuff that guy says, but like the way he says it is just very annoying. Mm-hmm. And I feel like Steven Crowder like actively not gaslights, but like provokes people just to get a rise out of them. And like Ben Shapiro is his he's made a living off of making people upset. Which I don't like. Sometimes it's like it can come off that way. Ben Shapiro seems like a lot of things Ben Shapiro says I actually agree with there was just the last time he was on Joe like the first time 
the last time he was on Joe Rogan, he was talking about how he doesn't agree with gay people. About what? Like, uh, basically, because he follows the Bible to a certain, to a very serious extent, he doesn't think, um, uh, like, gay people should be allowed to get married, and he doesn't think anyone should be having sex before marriage. So that he means, thinks that he thinks that because this is like according to the Bible. Okay. Right. So, despite those ideas, he's still friends with gay people because he doesn't actually care what they do. He just doesn't believe it himself. Like he d- he doesn't think um, it's the right thing to do, b- j- based off like like you have like this need to have sex, right? Mm-hmm. And he thinks <clears throat> you should be have like self discipline to su- like suppress those uh, uh, impulses. Um, in certain ways, like it's fine to act on these things to a certain extent, but um, not uh, not in a gluttonous way, like he thinks a lot of people do. But that doesn't mean he doesn't want to be friends with you. He sees it like we can both have different ideas on these things and still get along. Um, okay. But he just ha- like he said he has a friend who is gay, and he invited him to his wedding, and he wouldn't go. Because he doesn't agree with Ben wouldn't go. Ben wouldn't go, yeah. Okay. But that doesn't mean they aren't still friends, and he still likes him as a person, and he wants to hang out with him still. I feel like it's a big elephant in the room, though. If that's, like, your friend, it's like, oh, I don't think you should be allowed to be married. It's, But it's not, it doesn't sound like he's, he is fighting for the right for them not to get married. Because he doesn't care. He does not care if they get married or not. He's fine with gay people getting married. He just personally thinks it's wrong. Okay. But he's not to the extent that he cares about changing the law one way or another because he thinks religion and politics should be separate. I agree with that. Right. Uh-oh. Looks like I'm Republican now because <laughs> I agreed with one thing Ben Shapiro said. Right. Like, he seems – he's very logical. It's just, like, you can see how that could easily get misconstrued and – Yeah. Like – I think that's another issue is that any sort of information you're ever going to hear about both of those guys mm-hmm. is going to be – very critical just because the majority of the media that you and I and the majority of the world consume, not the majority of the world, the majority of like North American consumes is very left leaning. So like, Mm. even if you, even if you um, agree with most of the points that these people bring up, which I do, Mm -hmm. I still feel like they paint the opposition in a light that is not as favorable. Like, everything I hear about Ben Shapiro is always bad. Mm. Like, all this bad shit he says. Right, but are you listening to this stuff directly from him? Or no. You just, yeah, exactly. see, that's the problem right there. A lot of people talk shit about Jordan Peterson, too. That's the th- that's the one I noticed, because I actually have heard him, and I'm like, same thing. Very logical man. I think uh, Jordan Peterson is, like, I'm reading his book right now. He's extremely intelligent. He's just a solid dude. I don't yeah. even that's, know. That's what I don't understand is, like, these people try to paint him as, like. Yeah, it's just because he's just disagreeing with them. Yeah. Yeah. He's just disagreeing with them, so they're trying to, like, sh- you know. And th- because it really f- backfired in his case because um, the people who tried to, you know, publicly shame him didn't realize how intelligent he was, and they just created And also this they, dude like, who, he was just a professor for it. He's, like, a fucking global phenomenon. Now. Right, because they, they – and the people who tried to bring him down made that happen. Yeah, absolutely. They, did, they just made him a – like a sensation. Now he's a fucking millionaire doing it's, whatever it's he wants. It's also like, I don't even understand how you try to, like, it's such a weird route to take to try to disseminate him. Cause like, 
he's very clear. He's so transparent with everything. Every lecture he's ever done is up on YouTube for anybody to pick apart. Right. And there's never been anything that proves that he's like yeah a shitty guy or an alt right dude. He's extremely articulate. Like the way he thinks about. I aspire to be that good with my words that I'm like exactly saying what I mean mm-hmm. all the time. Like yeah. it's very rare that he slips up. And when he does slip up, you can. If, I feel like he's just tired because he's doing so many of these interviews. I actually heard an interview with him one time where I don't even remember exactly what he said, but he's like, I'm not afraid of saying the wrong thing or I'm not afraid of saying something and someone being upset because I am certain in the way that I think. Like, I've thought about these things before and I, they are the way I feel. I'm just scared that someone uh, that I'll say the wrong. I'll say something I don't mean and be held to it forever. Mm-hmm. Is it, maybe that's what he said. I don't fucking remember. Yeah, you're Who paraphrasing, yeah. regardless of what it is. Um. <laughs> I had a thought and it disappeared. Oh yeah, I, I was I was, was also gonna it. say, with people like that, Ben Shapiro, I understand more just because he like seems like a real dick. And you're like, ugh, this guy's annoying. <laughs> <laughs> like I saw a meme about him. Where it was like, uh, it was just saying that he pees with his pants all the way down at like public urinals. <laughs> and I was like, that does seem like him. <laughs> it does seem like that type of guy. Yeah, I but hear Jordan Peterson doesn't feel this doesn't feel the same way to me. But with both those guys, there's just buzzwords associated. Like the original thing with Jordan Peterson was he didn't agree with the law where they were making it illegal to um, call someone not by their preferred yeah pronoun. And he thought that was uh, it you know in what's the word i'm looking for something on freedom of speech it, uh, unjust some shit it's, uh, an infragment uh, i can't fucking think of in the word. fuck but it's like limiting your freedom of speech <laughs> yeah basically which is true yeah i agree with him Cause, on that cuz the law said that it was um, if you do that then it's considered an act uh, an act of violence yeah against so that stupid. person i regarding that I think that, like, culturally, we can have these norms and stuff that's expected of one another, but I think that not every single aspect of your life needs to be dictated by the law. Like, you can have other parts of your life. Yeah, it's just, I mean, the law is so definitive. Like, he's, it's unfortunate. Yeah. I mean, just, like, parking tickets drive me crazy. (laughs) I hate the law. (laughs) Fuck the law. (laughs) Fucking parking tickets. Um, but yeah, with that sort of stuff, like you hear, it's really easy to misconstrue that into Jordison Peterson, Jordison, Jordison Peterson <laughs> hates, uh, trans people. Yeah. But that, I mean, that's just people trying to pick it apart. Yeah. But Which, like, there's all these buzzwords associated where like the second you hear not for gay marriage or trans words or pronouns, Hey, it's your mom. Mm, um, cool. immediately people get all defensive or they put their blinders on and they're like, no matter what, I'm not going to hear you out at all. And I'm just going to stick to my guns and I know what I know and I like what I like and you can't convince me otherwise. Yeah. Well, I mean, those people are the problem then, right? Like they are, you have to, I mean, I try to be as open-minded as possible. Anything I try and say about these controversial things, I'm, I'm not even sure. Yeah. I'm not even sure of it myself. I'm like, I kind of have an idea but it's really not completely formulated. It's very open to change, and I'm hoping that by t- bringing up these topics, someone else is going to pipe in and maybe further my knowledge on it to make yeah. make me have a more definitive opinion. 
back in high school and like just growing up i definitely subscribe more to just like this is the right way to think and any other way is bad Mm -hmm. just because like that's what was told to me and i agreed with it um anyway so i was like all right works for me and i remember the first time i actually like really critically thought about something that i actively disagreed with and it kind of changed my opinion was my girlfriend at the time was not for abortion okay she's like she's pro life she's pro life yes yeah i guess so but like her her argument was different than the ones that i'd heard before and i was like oh and like while i didn't agree right away and i still don't really agree with that one but like it gave me food for thought and i was like i actually have to think about this in a, a more critical manner where like everything i'd heard before was like well the bible says and this and that and blah 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 and i was like fuck the bible the bible doesn't mean anything to me well so what'd she say what she brought up was the fact that like there's no real definitive start of life other than like the most logical one to her is conception is the start of life so if you kill a baby, if you kill something that's been conceived, that's murder. Because, mm-hmm. like, it is a pretty iffy, like, um, line that we're currently in where it's like, oh, uh, you know, third trimester you shouldn't, but, like, it can grow to, like, a full fetus and it's still fine. Like, at let's say four months it's not murder, but five months it is. Like, that seems kind of silly. Yeah, I'm not sure where the line is, but they're, sh- they're definitely... I, I think it's important there's a line that like um, you shouldn't abort it after this time but there's definitely a large period where they should have that choice I don't think that like I personally don't I am definitely pro-choice I think they oh me they too should, yeah but like I the I think like I, I value animal life pretty <laughs> highly myself too like why I, I definitely value the life of like a puppy more than I do an unborn fetus Yes. Honestly. I think... Or, like, even a full-grown cow. Yeah. I think that cow is more important. But... And I will kill that cow for its meat. Also, regarding the abortion thing, one of the big argument, especially now with that whole shit going on in Alabama where they pass that law that, um, like, abortions are harder to get now. I don't actually know. I saw some fucking headlines and then people were upset. I didn't actually look into it. Mm-hmm. But there's some stuff going on there. And the big, it's something that everybody always says. It's like, it's a woman's body and she can do whatever she wants with her own body. Right. But I don't necessarily agree with that. I do think a woman should do whatever she wants with her body. But from the point of view of pro-life, it's not your body anymore. It's you and that kid's body. Right. They're saying it's its own thing. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think that, like, why are we still having this disconnect? Like, they think that it's another, like, you're sharing that body now. Right. So... Like it's I feel like that That's like the same logic Like my body I'll do whatever I want with it Is like in the eyes of pro-lifers It's like well it's my kid I can beat the shit out of it If I want to Yeah there's this thing being shared on Facebook right now That like girls are saying get a vasectomy Like they're comparing You getting a vasectomy to like People saying it's pro-life Can you elaborate on that Actually hold on we gotta switch batteries And then we'll elaborate on that point Welcome back. <laughs> um, so, okay, so this thing that is being shared on the internet is basically 
girls are saying you should like if you say if you support pro-life then you should have to get a vasectomy because it's not your body if it's not your body your choice you should be forced to get a vasectomy okay right that's what they're saying it's kind of a silly thing to say but honestly um if the world was like every boy is getting a vasectomy um the only, like I'm pretty terrified to have a knife near my balls. Okay. Like that part scares me. But honestly, if it's for the greater good, and I can kind of seeing it, because vasectomy is reversible, is also what they're saying. Like you can always get it reversed. I've heard that it's way harder if you're a guy though. Like there's like a less six less of a success rate. What do you mean? When you get a vasectomy, it's like it, you can botch the reversal and it doesn't work. You can botch the reversal. Yeah. Really. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I haven't heard that. Heard Maybe this is like old science, though. Maybe they found a better way to... I've heard it's, like, a pretty good thing. I've heard, also heard that you can insert a switch into your balls that you can flick yourself. What are you talking about right like now? Like, it's a switch that they... Like, it's like mm. a, you know, like an electricity thing, you know? There's no way that's true. That's real, man. And Since you can flick when? it on and off, yeah, to start and stop the you blow. You have a fucking on-off button on your balls? On are you your kidding balls, me? man. That's real. There's no way. That's a thing. No, they've been trying to figure out this whole male birth control thing for years. Dude, but it's a surgery. Hmm. That's a real thing. But who wants to, like, men don't want to get a knife I'll, near their balls. No, no, I'll get that. You would do that? I for know, sure. right? I'd, con- I'd consider it, right? I'm not worried about the knife near my balls at all. That's a oh, really? trained professional. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, who cares? Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Not. Another thing I uh, was just hearing about was how people, especially the Chinese, are fucking with uh, genetic modifications. Okay. And how... Experts think in the near future. Is that why they're so good at gymnastics in the Olympics? Possibly. Hmm. Possible. I don't know. I don't know anything about that. <laughs> but they are trying to modify your genes so that, um, like, before you, you know, are in, uh, in, like, I think they're just, like, creating babies without sex. That's pretty wild. They're creating babies, A like, clone. kind of like that. But these babies have the exact qualities you want in them and there's guaranteed no genetic diseases interesting do you think that's the way of the future <coughs> for well humans? uh experts are saying possibly and then they think maybe it might be like an unethical thing to have babies by s- having sex and right, it'll be like a social presser they're subject to um deformities and whatnot to or they just have ugly brown eyes yeah like it'll be <laughs> It'll be like um, how people say, like, if you don't, if you're not vaccinated, that's like a natural way to be. But right. now there's social pressure to get vaccines mm-hmm. because we've discovered this better way. If you have a baby without it being genetically altered, that might also be seen as like, why are you doing this? What you're creating a human with this uncertainty? Yeah, he's not going to be ripped. Your kid's not going to be absolutely not ripped be, for no reason. Uh, well, but also like there's no chance of him getting Alzheimer's. There's no chance of him having any sort of genetic disease that like, he's not going to be like no chance of down syndrome. Not to say that we should, you know, uh, shortchange people with down syndrome now like that. We should still be very sensitive. To Whoa, those hold people. on. Hold on. Hmm. He's back. You <gasps> can hear this. Okay. Everybody listening. Just shut. Okay. Just shut up. Okay, so basically what we're listening for, there's a man screaming 
in the balcony across from me, and he screams every single night, and I don't know where it's coming from. Actually, I heard a bit of what he said. He screamed the N-word this time. Really? Yeah, I think it was the N-word. It's terrifying. It's weird. What time is it right now? It's 8.30. It's 8.27 p.m. on May 16th, 2019, and this man is screaming across from us. Dude, he stopped. He stopped, but he would do, what do you do think he has? What do you think last is? night? Uh, you know, I'm gonna surmise right now. I think he's like a mentally challenged person. Could be, and he's got like a a carer of some sort, and like he'll freak out, and then like if they're not around, he'll just keep screaming. But then if they're there, they can like calm him down. It sounds terrifying. Like he's in it's agony. Blood, it's hold on. He's saying words. He doesn't usually say words. I thought he was like <laughs> handicapped or something, but Dude. he sounds, it sounds like he's yelling at his wife. You can now. hear that in the mic really well. Like that really? is, yeah, totally. Well, listen, listen, <laughs> listen. Someone's talking back to him right now. Yeah. You can even hear their voice. Like what? There's a guy over there. Should we like yell at him and be like, do you know what's going on with this man screaming every night? Maybe that's him. No, that's not him. That's not him. I see that guy's. He said, what is wrong with you tonight? You're so slow. Come on. You can hear that in the mic? Yeah. Do you think it's like Tourette's or what? I- Like, is someone kidnapped? It is the strangest thing. <laughs> someone is being held hostage. And we still don't know which one it is. We yeah, always hear I him. Have, I've never seen him. I have no... Well, that is the idea, right? Why would you want us to see him? It's so clear, too. It's, it's like he's right near... The window's yeah, open. he's screaming. And it goes on until late into the evening. Usually... The past times I've heard him, it's been like he was by himself, just like blood curdling for right. no reason. Yeah. Now he's having like a dialogue with someone. Right. And There's they were kind of yelling back. Mm-hmm. There's someone else there for sure. Well, someone is doing something to him. I think they have to be. Do you think Do you think he just has like a, like a BDSM thing or maybe a massage that comes in? Maybe both voices are him. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> Super creepy, dude. What this is like? I feel like a detect. I feel like a detective every time I'm here. <laughs> I like need to figure out like just from this balcony. Well, I don't know what we're supposed to do. He seems. Well, he seems like he in this scenario, like he's the perpetrator of whatever violence would be going on. Like he seems angry at someone right now. Right. But well, before it sounded like. Now he's 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 mooing. He's bleeding like a goat. Someone's making a sacrifice. I think, like, someone's, like, putting a roller on his back or someone's, like, standing on his back. You know what I mean? It's like, come on, let me up. Right. What the fuck? 
it an animal? And this guy, there's a guy across the balcony who does not seem to be involved. He's completely unfazed. Completely. Yeah. I feel like you should yell at him and be like, dude, do you... What is that? (laughs) I don't know. So slow. So slow. What is he trying? Is he? Get, uh, what Dude, is if happening? We stay here all night. We can figure out what's going on. I don't know, man. <laughs> we are not. I don't know what. Uh, what the fuck? Yeah, I don't know, man. This is. Cr- I can't. We can't talk about other shit. <laughs> <laughs> With all this going on, there's a murder mystery across the street. Who the fuck knows? This one time, I got a squirrel stuck in my shower. Out of nowhere. Go on. Out of nowhere, I'm like hanging out, like playing video games in the living room. My parents have a shower in their living room. Okay. Just kind of like a random one. And this. Wait, a shower in their living room? Yeah. What? Yeah. What are you talking about? Yeah, it's just random living. Like, you have your living space. You're hanging out, watching TV. I was playing some Xbox or something. And then this thud, the shower, this squirrel fell from the ceiling into the shower. <laughs> this is so distracting. It's <laughs> like I was saying, like, I, we can't move on. Yeah, I don't know. I just need to know, like, I need to know everything. He said, don't hang up. What? Do you think he's on like a fucking sex line? What? And he's like choking himself? Maybe. He said, don't hang up, I think. Don't hang up. But this is the guy and I'm so yelling. so slow. There's a guy talking. That's the guy talking. And then there's this other guy screaming. I think that's the same guy. It's the same and guy. I heard and I heard a woman that was angry at him. Do you think this is just like domestic... No, because it's too often. It's every day. If it was a domestic disturbance, someone from that side of the building would have like called the cops or something. I think it's. I think it's. I'm gonna start asking people around the neighborhood if they hear this when I'm like out walking around and Mm -hmm. just like in the courtyard. I'm gonna be like, yeah. Well, if they live there and if they know. Also, the reason I think it isn't violent is I feel like everybody on that side of the building is very acutely aware of this. Have to but be. it's probably just so. But it's like I feel like it's also the bystander effect. Maybe we're not doing anything either. What's the problem? Come on, man. He said. Yeah, but I, know, I feel I like if something that. was really, really like, off, wrong. Yeah. I feel like someone on that side of the building. That's the bystander effect. But also, what I'm saying that's happening now is everybody that hears this is like, this is so weird. This is just too weird, and I'm just going to ignore it. Right, but which I, um, makes me think it's a sex thing. These sounds make me feel like I should intervene. Hmm. If I knew which apartment it was, go knock. I would do something. I have no idea how to find out where this noise is coming from. Ooh, that one sounded like it was. I didn't hear that. Terrible. It was like a. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ! It's getting choked. Yeah. Good God. 
I uh, there's a squirrel. <laughs> okay, so there's a squirrel in my shower, and I was like, sna- I took like seven or eight Snapchats of this thing. It was on my old phone, but I eventually caught it in a cage. But it took like a couple hours. Good God. Yeah, I caught it in a cage and then I let it out- outside. But it wasn't easy because I didn't want to let it out of the shower and get like get in my house. Right. So I had to like throw the thing in there without it leaping out. And uh, just throw some nuts, kind of lead it into the cage without it. It was one of those mousetrap things. Mm-hmm. And uh, I eventually did get it. It was tricky. Interesting. Yeah. Um, this is fucked. This is crazy. I know, man. He's cl- like, should I be concerned the day I stop hearing it? Yeah, he's dead when that happens. <laughs> Absolutely fucked. These these fucking the the s- units on the other side of the courtyard for you look mm-hmm. fucking dope. Like with the the double. Yeah, the that looks the, great. Yeah, the the corner lots. Yeah. they all have. Yeah, those places look. Want to be quiet for a sec? That's a crow. That's, that's not a crow. Here. Yeah, that's a crow. It sounds like. No, he's saying get out. Yeah. It's like a wounded animal. Do you think he, he has, has like a cow? It's weird. <laughs> I don't understand, dude. Do you think he murdered someone and now he's like playing with their dead body? Like, this is out. It's insane. I don't know what to do about this. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta talk to the people from that building mm-hmm. and gather more information. Yeah. Fuck, man. Um, okay. Well, this is kind of getting off the rails a little bit. Yeah, I think, I think <laughs> we might need to call this. Yeah. <laughs> Until next I time. I had something to say about the squirrel, but yeah, I liked where this was going with uh, the whole genetic uh, alteration shit. Right. But maybe we'll we can to pick say that, that up next time. Yeah, I'll have to say that for next time. Yeah. I'll have to do some research. Cool. I know they can already like change eye color and stuff, like little stuff like that. Yeah, no, but they're they're talking about how nobody is going to be making babies with sex anymore. That's just gonna be a thing of the past. <gasps> and if you do that, you're unethical. You I know? think people's um people's feelings and emotions will get in the way where people just want like their own kid. Especially moms have that like emotional, f- pheromonal connection, and I don't know if it'll be the same. Right? Yeah, they they're gonna need, they're gonna want that. Mm-hmm. That's an interesting point. Or maybe it'll be like certain like. I know in Japan and Korea and stuff, they have like an epidemic where people like aren't having babies because like people just aren't being in relationships anymore. Mm-hmm. Not to the same degree, at least. So maybe it'll be certain regions like everybody's made perfect over there and then we'll be like the scuzzy where we still fuck in North America mm-hmm. it's weird it's really weird it's really distracting now it sounds like he's yelling at like some sort of technology yeah but it sounds like an animal he's yelling at you know what happened his cable isn't working <laughs> <laughs> And with that, goodbye. All right, goodbye.